0: I'm Kevin Gale, voice of the Crusaders, and this is Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics, presented by UMass Memorial Health. Today, we continue our Crusader coaching profiles with the new head coach of women's tennis at Holy Cross, John Nessel. Coach Nessel was appointed to lead the program back in September after coaching Bridgewater State from 2013 to 2015. During the 2014 season, he led Bridgewater to an undefeated Little East Conference title and a trip to the NCAA D3 Tournament. Coach Nessel, thanks so much for joining us. Congrats on the new job.
1: Well, Kevin, thanks for having me. I'm really excited. It's a beautiful uh, school here. It has a lot of prestige um, dating back. Certainly the date I saw was 1845. And you know, I went to a, a, a similar uh, school with a lot of history, Boston College pretty close by. I'm really excited to be here. In the short time I've been here, it's uh, been a great experience.
0: We've seen a lot of converts on the podcast recently from BC to Holy Cross. We'll <laughs> certainly dive into that old rivalry a little later, but I know you've been on the job a couple months now. I'd love to know beyond the history and, and some of the prestige of the college, what made this opportunity at Holy Cross the right one for you?
1: Just happened to have three head coach offers at the time. So I had some choice, and just felt like there was a lot of opportunity, uh, real lot of upside here for Holy Cross women's tennis. And I felt very comfortable meeting uh, Athletic Director Kit Hughes and um, Aaron Dashiell, who's uh, um, who I report into, Assistant Athletic Director, and really all the all the folks that I that I got to meet um, in the few interviews I had. I thought they were really thorough, great questions. And uh, just felt like felt like the right you know this would be the right place for uh, for me and a, a Division One coaching job.
0: On a day like this, when we're talking to you with snow on the window, how good does a spring tennis season sound? And and how do you prep during these winter months to to get the team on track heading into Patriot League competition?
1: You know we'll we'll start February indoors at uh, indoor tennis facility locally, and in addition to that. You know, that'll be three days indoors. And then additional day, I'll uh, guide the team through um, a lot of agility training, working on uh, mostly uh, anaerobic conditioning, so sort of uh, point-to-point controlling your uh, your heart rate and, and allowing players to recover. The, the regular cardio and strength and conditioning training, has uh, that's continued in the off-season, and it's really something I impress upon players, especially freshmen. Coming in that you really need to take care of that kind of conditioning well before the season starts in order to be prepared prepared to play so you know we're we're up here in the northeast this is what what everybody uh, all the schools up here in the northeast uh, deal with the same conditions and we will do uh, you know do the best to uh, prepare for our uh, first match
0: you certainly understand success with tennis in the northeast you had a postseason run at the D three level at Bridgewater. What's the measurable difference, or is there a measurable difference between tennis at the D three and now D one level?
1: You know, I think across the board athletics, there's there's a difference going D three or D two to uh, to D one. It's uh, generally uh, uh, you know a significant notch up. Depends where you know where you're at uh, at D one, and also where you're at at D three. There's some really top tier D3 schools that, that have fantastic programs and, and players who, uh, who really excel and teams that excel. But uh, at a certain point, you know, D1 stands by itself. And it's really an accomplishment for a player to reach uh, Division One, Division One athletics and Division One tennis. You've truly put a, a lot of time in, a lot of effort, and, you know, you've probably sacrificed a lot of your social time uh, during high school and prior to high school, so uh, you know you're you're generally running across a very committed and uh, determined athlete.
0: When you look at some of those committed athletes you have now at Holy Cross, what gives you the most confidence moving forward about the potential for this Holy Cross women's tennis program? You know we have four
1: seniors who are who have set terrific culture for uh, for tennis. It's you know, it's a very, um, very team uh environment in a sport that is quite individual, has a lot of individual characteristics to it. And that's something that I, I, I will uh, look to continue no matter, you know, what new players we bring on. The culture, the experience of the student-athlete uh, here being positive, you know, hopefully making some friends for life, uh, which I've enjoyed in, in my playing time is something that's very important to me beyond that the eight freshmen and sophomores are just such motivated young women and just inspired to you know every time i talk to them and and converse about about what they're studying and the things that they're looking to do professionally and and they're very accepting of of coaching and uh both strategically uh, mentally and and even uh, stroke production wise. So it's always it's always a great experience for a coach when when you have that kind of receptivity and you happen to have the uh, the knowledge that you can pass along.
0: That's great. It sounds like the transition is going really well so far. Let's take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk with Coach Nessel about his path from Boston College to Holy Cross. That's next right here on Stater Stories.
1: At Fuel America. We've created a place for people to gather, to share their stories. We are a destination and we are a starting point because Fuel America is not just our name, it's our mission. We are UMass
0: Memorial Health and innovation is something that defines us, that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Wegmans Meals To Go makes eating well extra easy. Power up with one of our poke bowls or poke salads. They're made with all your favorite sushi ingredients and served over your choice of greens or grains. Pick from shrimp, king salmon, ahi tuna, and more and poke is just the beginning. Our fresh-made salads, hand-rolled sushi, and other favorites can be delivered right to your door with a simple tap or click. Order on the app or visit Mealstogo.com. Select stores only, minimum $20 order for delivery. Check availability in your area.
2: The right way to top a sub is with real red wine vinegar made from red grapes and no food coloring. And the right way to film it is in slow motion. Obviously. Because authentic ingredients make a sub above. Whether you are looking at hosting a birthday party, corporate or youth team outing, church group, or just a night out with some friends, Holy Cross Athletics has just the experience to make your event unforgettable. Holy Cross Athletics offers a number of interactive group experiences where your groups can even have the option of adding food and drinks to your experience. For more information, please call 1-844-GO-CROSS or email us at tickets at holycross.edu. On Saturday,
0: January 28th, it's a day to honor Holy Cross greats at the Hart Center. Prior to the Women's Basketball game versus Army at 2 p.m., Holy Cross will retire five women's basketball jerseys in recognition of the 50th anniversaries of Title IX and co-education at Holy Cross. That's not it. Later that night at 7 p.m., it's Men's Hockey Alumni Night against RIT with a ceremony to honor James Sixsmith, on being named to the first ever Atlantic Hockey Hall of Fame class. That's all coming up Saturday, January 28th at the Heart Center. Get your tickets online at GoHolyCross.com ticket. Welcome back to Sater Stories, presented by UMass Memorial Health. I'm Kevin Gale, joined by Holy Cross women's tennis coach John Nessel. Now, John, when we interviewed former Holy Cross track and field coach Jim Kavanaugh, he told me he ruffled some feathers as a BC alum taking over at Holy Cross, when you graduated from B.C. back in 1990. Could you have ever imagined coaching a rival in Worcester?
1: Uh, no, I certainly would not, you know, would not have imagined uh, I'd be here at Holy Cross. who has been a long time rival of B.C. And, and you know, I, I think way, you know, way back then, I mean, I was I was really a young man. Very much involved in my uh, pursuit of uh, of tennis. and you know but I, I think I think in my mind, I wanted to come back to coaching, you know toward certainly towards the latter part of my um, professional career.
0: You played on three big East Conference title teams at BC. Great run in that league. What were your strengths as a tennis player?
1: My strengths uh, were always being a real fighter on the court and, uh, um, being able to, uh, to think my way, uh, kind of problem solve as I was playing and, and, and those, you know, even in my junior days and through high school, um, that, that's, uh, that, that always kind of stayed with me. And, uh, and that was, you know, even, even when I left college and I was, uh, I, I went out on the, uh, on the pro circuit for a couple of years, you know, that, that was pretty uh, indicative of my play. It was bringing a lot of fight each match. I, I stand five nine, so you know I've, you're 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 facing uh, a lot of guys who are a lot bigger and and you know in a lot of cases bringing more power. So you got to really think strategically and and be willing to uh, to stay out there and and fight uh, for a long time. I
0: can only imagine that. Pro tennis on the tour level is such a long, grueling, difficult dream to pursue, but there are other avenues where you can make tennis a career. How did you find your own career path in this sport?
1: Through, through college, I ran a couple of uh, tennis programs up in Vermont, and really since I was probably 15 or so, maybe, um, I guess even younger than that, I, I worked tennis court, tennis camp. You know, whether it was preparing courts uh, for play, uh, in some cases, clay courts, or, um, you know, eventually uh, teaching, getting my teaching certificate uh, very early on. Um, I was one of the one of the younger people to become uh, USPTR, uh, the highest certification they had down in uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina. And and so, uh, you know, teaching uh, teaching tennis was always a part of my uh, my summers and, and, and other time that, that I could make, uh, make some money, um, on the side. And, you know, of course I had, uh, I had a professional career in mind beyond tennis. When I, uh, when I graduated, you see, after I was finished, uh, playing on the pro circuit. And,
0: and that business you mentioned is in real estate investment, a business that you're still in today, I think coach, this is a really important experience for current student athletes to hear about, because based on my conversations, they they tend to be in this mindset that in their sport, and, and this is part of the trappings of being a collegiate athlete at D1, it's really all or nothing. You either pursue the sport all in, or you don't. How did you find that both careers in tennis and real estate worked for you?
1: Towards the end of my time at DC, I took uh number of investment classes and one happened to be real estate investment and also real estate law I had an influential per- professor who was um, really teaching uh, the course um, kind of kind of for uh, his enjoyment he was really an investor um, and had spent his life um, being a real estate investor a contractor and that really piqued my interest uh, and and I knew it was uh, it was something I wanted to do after I was after I was finished uh, with tennis. But, you know, at at the same time, I certainly had thoughts of making tennis a career early on, but I was, uh, I was very glad that I, um, I was able to pursue both and, and have success doing both.
0: That's excellent. And, and with those decades of coaching experience now in your pocket, how would you say you've grown most as a teacher and a mentor to young players?
1: I'm a much different coach, uh, instructor than I used to be. And, you know, part, part of, uh, experience, uh, shows you that, you know, there's a number of different styles with technique, with strategy of play that, that players can reach their potential. And it's important for, as a coach to sit back and, you know, assess, What that individual player, what their capability is, and try to match it with their uh, their strategy and also their technique. Um, It's not, you know, just just because uh, um, one style is the the rage of of today doesn't mean that you necessarily have to play that that style. It's really uh, it's really based on that individual athlete, and and that takes just some experience and. And, you know, watching a player and kind of not jumping to the conclusions uh, right away, but taking some time to assess. Them.
0: Let's take one last break. When we return, Coach Nessel looks ahead to his first Patriot League tennis season right here on Sater Stories. Hello, I'm Richard Carr of Carr Financial. As a proud alumnus and sponsor of Holy Cross Athletics, I know the importance of making a game plan to set up your team for success. Why should preparing for your financial future be any different? At Carr Financial, our dedicated advisors have decades of experience helping people like you put together a customized financial plan. Contact Carr Financial today and let us guide you toward a life of success as you define it. Call 508-795-0264 or visit carrfinancial.com. We are UMass Memorial Health, and innovation is something that defines us. That drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope. To provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone. To redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal
2: relentlessly. Getting that perfect slice is satisfying, fulfilling, and rewarding, too. But we don't do it for fun. We do it for fresh. Slice to order makes a sub above. Holy Cross Athletics is proud to have passionate corporate sponsors who are committed to supporting our teams and student-athletes. Sponsors not only support Holy Cross, but also gain significant marketing exposure through in-venue signage, digital elements, promotional campaigns, and much more. To become a corporate partner, please contact Frank with Crusader Sports Properties at 908-625-1947. On
0: Saturday, February 11th, Holy Cross celebrates National Girls and Women in Sports Day at the Heart Center. Join the defending Patriot League Women's Basketball regular season champs as they chase back-to-back titles. That's Saturday, February 11th against American at 2 p.m. Get your tickets online at GoHolyCross.com slash tickets. I'm Kevin Gale, voice of the Crusaders, welcoming you to Seder Stories presented by UMass Memorial Health. Our guest is Holy Cross Women's Tennis Coach John Netzel, already gearing up for his first Patriot League season coach, how are you setting goals right now with your student athletes, knowing that the lead schedule is just a couple weeks away?
1: I'm pretty consistent with my my goals for athletes, and it's it's really for them every time they step on the court to to be the best uh, best version of themselves. And you know that's physically, that's mentally. and I can help them with that. You know certainly from a mental uh standpoint as a player trying to reach um your peak performance, and we talk a lot about that because that's something that really uh takes effort dedication and it is is what allows a player to reach uh to reach their potential so that's that's what i'm that's what I'm looking for you know things like wins and losses those kind of happen and you know, you set the team up to perform the best that they can, play the very best uh, that they can, and then the results, the results kind of happen. And when you think about it that way, that frees yourself up to, uh, to perform the best.
0: The long college tennis season allowed you to get right to work last fall and also pick up a couple team wins against Mount Holyoke and St. Hayes. What would you say were the best takeaways from that early season run?
1: It was good to have, you know, to have a, a a win that always gives players a bit of confidence. You know, for me, I I got some really good looks at our players and where we're at. And you know, we we certainly have, you know, we have a quite a, quite a distance that we uh, we will need to cover, and we can cover as far as uh, strategic strategic play in doubles and uh, and singles and and. But the good thing is that. These women are just extraordinary. They're just very smart and they really take coaching well. And that is the very key to, uh, to being the very best uh, that you can. You need to have uh, an athlete, student athlete who, uh, who listens and is willing to, to take the chance to implement that um, into their game.
0: Who are some of those players you're most excited to see achieve in the Patriot League season?
1: Ashley Delora, who's a freshman, uh, she's from Medfield, an exciting player to watch. Loves the game of tennis and loves training. Uh, is always receptive to learning more and trying new things. So, so I'm, you know, I I really like her uh, her enthusiasm, and and I think she's going to have a, a terrific career uh, here at Holy Cross. We've got you know, we got. So many young players. Uh, it's eight freshmen and sophomores. Um, we got Carolyn Carlson. And she's from Buffalo, New York. Also has a lot of talent and really needs, you know, just needs some guidance for her game to really gel. You know, Ahana is our number one player and really just a terrific person. So driven on and off the court. You, you just you can't help but being inspired by by these young women who really. They're motivated both uh, in athletics and to do uh, big things, you know, professionally um, and do and do the very best they can. And just to be around that is, uh, you know, gives you energy.
0: Well, I've got to ask if you're getting energy from from watching these players compete and coaching them as well. Do do you grab your racket and and get in there and
1: play against some of them, too? (laughs) You know, not not as much anymore. I, I did do that. When I was I was playing very competitively for the 35s to 45s all around the United States and and New England really uh, still taking my play quite seriously but not as much anymore I I um, <laughs> I have a number of number of injuries that kind of caught up with me and you know occasionally I might go out and hit the ball a little bit but frankly I'm a better uh, coach now not playing as much uh, really really allows me to step back and and just focus on, on the players games and, you know, keeping them uh, at mental peak performance or showing them how to reach that. Uh, And, and it, it, it just allows me to, uh, to keep my focus on them.
0: Does that mean we might see some uh, pickleball in your future? A little less movement there.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You
1: know, I've got many, uh, Many ex-teammates uh, from BC and players I played on the circuit with who, who have suggested that I've only hit the pickleball a couple times. <laughs> um, I'm, you know, I'm afraid I'm 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 pretty jaded towards the uh, towards the game of tennis. And you know, I really I I I love the game. To me, it's like a moving uh, chessboard. You learn to problem solve. You learn many, many skills that uh, I have transferred into the, my business life, and um, and I think are are critical for uh, student athletes moving forward to be successful in their lives. and And I look to, uh, you know, I I always look at that uh, as part of the picture. So it's way more important than uh, than any wins and losses are uh, passing those traits along. To uh, to young women and and having them use those to be uh, to be successful in uh, in their lives moving forward, you know, after their their uh, collegiate uh, athletic careers.
0: That's awesome, Coach. I, I couldn't agree more. And as my wife pushes more and more to try to get me into pickleball, I say tennis is my game, and and it, and it will be for a lifetime. It really is a wonderful sport.
1: It is. I you know I I picked up uh, tennis from my father and. He ended up playing into his uh, very early 90s. He was actually uh, a swimmer. Wow. He swam, he swam uh, Big Ten conference for Purdue, and so so he uh, he loved the game of tennis and really uh, passed that along to me, and you know, so I continued to uh, to thoroughly enjoy it.
0: Paying it forward. I love that. Coach, it's been great meeting you today. We have just one last request. It's a tradition on our Crusader coaching profile. A set of rapid fire questions, and a lot of them are tennis related. So are you ready? Just give me the first thing that comes to mind. Here we go. Favorite women's tennis player of all time.
1: Serena Williams.
0: The GOAT. That's an easy one. Favorite men's tennis player of all time.
1: Rafael Nadal. Mm, I'm a Federer
0: guy. Singles or doubles?
1: Singles. My game was more suited towards singles, but I I enjoy the uh, the teamwork of, of doubles. Forehand but or backhand? It. Forehand. I you know They've... I'm left-handed. Oh, okay. So serve, you know the serve leads to the forehand, and uh, and then you move forward to the net. So so that that was uh, what I look for often. Favorite racket? Is Prince. Played with Prince almost my entire career.
0: When you're not coaching or teaching tennis or or focusing on your real estate, what kind of hobbies do you have?
1: Ski race on a team out of uh, Wachusett Mountain. I ski race some U.S. Masters races as well. And uh, I play 50 plus baseball in the summertime. Really? How's that
0: 50-plus baseball going? What position do you play?
1: Uh, left field. <laughs>
0: Favorite spot on Holy Cross's campus?
1: Well, so far, I got, you know, I'd have to say the loose. That's where I've spent the most time. I've certainly, um, I've walked around a bit, and I, I do love old architecture, and, you know, I always appreciate appreciate that wherever I've been in the world. But I love walking through the loose and being able to see all the different athletes in there, watching a little bit of basketball, a little hockey. It's great to, uh, to watch uh, D1 athletes uh, practice their craft.
0: Hard to argue with that, especially in that beautiful facility. And last but not least, Coach, what's the best part of your job?
1: The best part of my job is being able to pass along um, knowledge from tennis, from a physical standpoint technical strategic mental but also marrying that up with uh how i've used that uh professionally to become successful professionally and uh and i think you know i i I hope that that's a little bit unique and that i i can really um um i can really pass that that professional part off to players so that they know what they're doing day to day will make a difference because because I've experienced it. I've been through it.
0: John Nessel, thanks again for being our guest. Congratulations on this great new opportunity. We wish you and everyone with Holy Cross Women's Tennis all the best this upcoming spring.
1: Oh, Kevin, thanks so much. Uh, it's, uh, it's really an honor to be here and I'm uh, I'm really excited for the upcoming. Season.
0: We love it. Can't wait for the sun to shine and you guys to get back outdoors. And my thanks to everyone for tuning in to Seder Stories. I'm Kevin Gale. Go Cross Go!
2: Thank you for listening to this episode of Seder Stories, presented by UMass Memorial Health. Stay in the loop on all things Holy Cross athletics at GoHolyCross.com and at GoHolyCross on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go Cross Go!